Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 14, Samson's marriage. Then Samson went down to Timnah and saw a woman in Timnah, one of the daughters of the Philistines. So he came back and told his father and mother, I saw a woman in Timnah, one of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore, get her for me as a wife. Then his father and his mother said to him, Is there no woman among the daughters of your relatives or among all our people that you go take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson said to his father, Get her for me, for she looks good to me. However, his father and mother did not know that it was of the Lord, for he was seeking an occasion against the Philistines. Now at that time the Philistines were ruling over Israel. Then Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came as far as the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion came roaring toward him. The spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily so that he tore him as one tears a young goat, though he had nothing in his hand. But he did not tell his father or mother what he had done. So he went down and talked to the woman and she looked good to Samson. When he returned later to take her, he turned aside to look at the carcass of the lion and behold, a swarm of bees and honey were in the body of the lion. So he scraped the honey into his hands and went on, eating as he went. When he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them, and they ate it. But he did not tell them that he had scraped the honey out of the body of the lion. Then his father went down to the woman, and Samson made a feast there, for the young men customarily did this. When they saw him, they brought thirty companions to be with him. Samson's riddle. Then Samson said to them, Let now me... Now propound a riddle to you. If you will indeed tell it to me within the seven days of the feast and find it out, then I will give you 30 linen wraps and 30 changes of clothes. But if you're unable to tell me, then you shall give me 30 linen wraps and 30 changes of clothes. And they said to him, propound your riddle that we may hear it. So he said to them, out of the eater came something to eat and out of the strong came came something sweet. 
But they could not tell the riddle in three days. Then it came about on the fourth day that they said to Samson's wife, entice your husband so that he will tell us the riddle, or we will burn you and your father's house with fire. Have you invited us to impoverish us? Is this not so? Samson's wife wept before him and said, you only hate me and you do not love me. You have propounded a riddle to the sons of my people and have not told it to me. And he said to her, behold, I have not told it to my father or mother. So should I tell you? However, she wept before him the seven days while their feast lasted. And on the seventh day, he told her because she pressed him so hard. So then she then told the riddle to the sons of her people. So the men of the city said to him on the seventh day before the sun went out, what is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger than a lion? And he said to them, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of them and took their spoil and gave the changes of clothes to those who told the riddle. And his anger burned and he went up to his father's house, but Samson's wife was given to his companion who had been his friend. Here in Judges 14, there's actually a lot of stuff that uh, just kind of feels like uh, it doesn't go right with scripture. Um, and I'll tell you that there is absolutely no contradiction within the Bible. The only contradiction exists within our understanding. And so it's really important that when you're reading and you come to something that may seem a little bit off, to really press in and dig deeper because there's not gonna be anything written in God's word that goes against any other written um, word of God. So, and here it kind of seems as if, in fact, I've heard a lot of people who've argued about this story and saying that, see, even God does evil or God um, causes things that are evil. He goes against his own law. And that's not true. Um, the enemy is trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And the enemy will set up things or situations or um, obstacles in our path to trip us up. And here you can see Samson, who is a Nazarite. He's been given very strict instructions as to what to do and not to do. And he's gone against them. First of all, he's marrying outside of his people. He's not really asking for God's guidance in who he should marry. He's instead going and looking and said, she looks good to me, ugh, woman, want. I mean, it's very barbaric the way that he did this. He just told his parents, she looks good, I want her. And that that's not the way that we should choose uh, a spouse. And... Um, Definitely not without seeking God's guidance. But God saw this obstacle that was being put before him and, and before uh, Samson. And he kind of, you know, said, well, yeah, that'd be a great way for me to get something up on the Philistines. Because he's trying to, just like with Joseph, think of that. With Joseph, God did not cause any of those things to happen to Joseph. But he saw it. He still allowed it because he needed someone to get into Egypt so that he could bring Israel into Egypt to protect them during the famine. And then God also saw as they were in Egypt, he saw that the Egyptians were putting them in, you know, in chains and they're putting them into under bondage of slavery. And God did not stop it. 
He did not make it happen, but he saw that happening as the enemy's trying to take this power over God's people. And the whole time he knew, well, this is great. It's not good that this is happening to them, but it is good that he's gonna have an opportunity to save them and to show them who he is and to show them a glimpse of what he's gonna do for all mankind. <clears throat> so here, the enemy's putting these obstacles before Samson and he's making poor decisions, but God's saying, no problem. Good or bad, God can still use it for good. So here's this Philistine woman that looks, just looks good and outside of God's guidance, Samson takes her for a wife. And then Samson kills a lion, not a big deal, but goes back later, touches a dead carcass, which he's not supposed to do that. And then he goes and he is prideful in trying to um, really just force his might over these people and let them know who's boss. And these are the Philistines who really, at this time, they're powering over Israel. They're an invading group of people that have taken power over Israel. And so Samson is, you know, he, he's really mighty, a mighty man of God, and he's showing them that you don't have power over me. So he's trying to outwit them, and he does. But they go about and trick his wife to, or really they don't trick his wife, but they kind of force his wife, threaten her, so that she would manipulate him. So again, something that, that is not of God. That would be completely against God's law to manipulate Samson that way. But God saw it, he allowed it to happen. Because then at the end, Samson now goes and kills 30 Philistines and comes back with the 30 things of changes of clothes and linen wraps to give. So he fulfills his part of the bargain, but he still gets a chance to show them how mighty he is. So God takes these things that he should, Samson should not be doing but he sees what lies before him and he says, you know what? I'm going to need to show, God says, I'm going to need to show my might, my strength, my sovereignty. And this is a way that I can do that. Reminding the Israelites that I'm still here. Turn your eyes back on me. And also showing the Philistines, that's my people. Those people are my people and I am their God. So there's gonna be a lot of times that you'll come across stories like that, kind of like with Esther. Esther's another example of that. We'll read that, um, we'll come to read that book here soon. But Samson is not doing God's will. Samson is making mistakes and God's will is greater. So Father, thank you so much that you do have an active um, passion. You, you, you passionately just watch and oversee everything that goes on in our lives. And Father, I'm, I'm sorry for the times that I've gone against 
your will, but I'm so thankful that your will can step in and overpower even the, the bad that I've done. I understand that, you know, good or bad, you can still make it for your good. But Father, I just pray that I could do things that are already within your will, that I could seek your guidance beforehand because I know that that is better. And um, Father, I just pray that we can keep our eyes on you and not be distracted and turn away. And anytime that we take a side glance, Father, thank you that you bring us back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.